you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow, and today is Friday, June 14, 2019. And welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we start with this one stating that the intended audience for this episode is everybody. But before we begin, I'd like to thank you everybody who took the time to listen to our last episode regarding what to do if you don't match for residency. So my colleagues and I, we hold this topic very dear to us since we've all experienced it firsthand. I've also seen many comments come through from colleagues who have either shared their stories or appreciate us for sharing ours. So thank you again and please share that episode to anyone you know who didn't match for residency or share your story with the hashtag one goal many paths and hashtag your pharmacy story. Let's get this conversation going. And also before we get into the news, one of my colleagues, Dr. David Vu, who was one of the panelists on the last episode, will be putting together a post on social media with all the great responses that we've got, so be on the lookout for that. The success of this special episode means we'll be working together on more content related to it in the future. All right, so back to the news. We've had a number of interesting things happen this week, so let's get right into it. The first piece of news item is patients appreciate providers with mobile apps because of better communication. So SOTI, that's S-O-T-I, is a company that's known for innovative solutions focusing on mobility and the Internet of Things. They conducted a survey recently of 550 U.S. consumers and found that a slight majority of providers, 57% to be exact, offer their patients the ability to use mobile apps to share information, to also view their results and even schedule appointments. About 75% of patients surveyed stated that they found a much more convenient experience, and more than half of them found that wait times were reduced when their providers leveraged the use of technology. So in addition, they also stated that they preferred communicating with the office through mobile apps rather than phone calls. So I don't know about you, but I also tend to agree with this notion because uh, nowadays everyone seems to be a lot busier than before. So anything to streamline communication would be super convenient. And I know for me, I would prefer to send a quick message to my own doctor's office rather than calling in, you know, potentially being on hold for a certain amount of time. So the next news item is Epic and Humana, they're partnering up. So you probably know of Epic Systems already. They're an electronic medical record system, and they probably have the biggest, uh, one of the biggest holds on the market. So Humana is an American health insurance company with a 13 million patients customer base, and they provide managed care health services, which includes them being the third largest health insurance company in the nation. So you can kind of call this like, you know, an Epic partnership. Haha, <laughs> get it? Ah, sorry, it's been a busy week. Anyway, the two companies are aiming to advance interoperability in big ways. So they want to integrate their systems to allow full transparency of information between their patients and their doctors. So real-time access to medication history, treatment options, and more would help with improving quality and patient satisfaction. So the next news item is the AMA develops new policies about AI and physician use. So I'm sure most of you know that the AMA is the American Medical Association, and they have just made a list of policy recommendations to make sure that artificial intelligence is going to be used appropriately. The goal for these policies is to improve workflow efficiency and patient satisfaction, and to ensure that there is proper accountability and oversight with the use of AI in clinical decisions. I think this is a great step forward because there's definitely an application of AI in medical decisions, but having the oversight and accountability in place would prevent AI from being used as a sole decision-making tool. 
since the technology is still evolving, it's still very important to acknowledge that the technology, you know, it's still evolving and not to get ahead of ourselves. So physicians were trained to be medically creative and clinically strong. So AI can help, but with the basic patterns, and ultimately, it's still the providers that need to make that final say with treatment options that may not be part of an AI algorithm. So the next piece of news is the DOD and the VA establish an office for EHR coordination. So just to remind you, the Department of Defense and the VA are moving towards interoperability. The VA had signed a deal with Cerner back in 2018 to replace its legacy system with a full Cerner build. But there were many challenges with workflow and training, and that kind of ended up leading up to um, one of the smaller implementations, basically create an environment with inaccurate medication orders, improperly routed patient referrals, and other patient safety concerns. So it sounds promising that they are finally doing this to, you know, form this whole office for coordination to start the process of having centralized governance for interoperability. So we'll see how it goes, but at least this formation is a step in the right direction. All right, so metadata is acquired by Dassault for $5.8 billion. So metadata is an American technology company that primarily provides a software as a service for clinical trials. And Dassault is a company that primarily involves itself with 3D technology and product lifecycle management. Metadata has cloud-based services for its offerings, and Metadata also does analysis on medications from Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Sanofi. So the salsa acquisition of Metadata is just showing that there's now another player in the healthcare field incorporating more health data into product services. All right, so the last piece of news that I have is infusion pump workstations contain a critical security flaw. So on the smart pump front, there's been a security flaw that's been identified that's actually pretty scary and pretty bad. So BD and Alaris, the, the gateway workstations, they normally provide mounting and communication from the service to the pump. The security flaw has left infusion pumps exposed to hackers, allowing hackers to potentially change doses or medications or even stop infusions altogether. So the security issue is related to the pump's ability to accept a firmware upgrade without the, the type of authentication and permission granting that's needed. This lets hackers upload a counterfeit version of the firmware with no authentication required where they can remotely control the pump for malicious purposes. So as of statements like this, BD is going to be working with DHS for the categorization of the risk and maybe potentially a fix for it. So more to come on that. So before we go, if you'd like to hear more news about healthcare IT, you can check out great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. And that's where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. All right. If you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITMe or our Instagram at Pharmacy Informatics. Or you can email me at Tony at PharmacyITMe.com. Also, I want us to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Slack workspaces, Pharmacist Connect is a giant Slack workspace that's vetted. And, you know, I've met some great colleagues on it. And there's even different channels in there for different specialties like pharmacy informatics. So you can find out more by visiting PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. And thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal. Oh, 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 oh,